0: It's a new day, yes it is! Wakey wakey. Time to get up.
1: Good morning, citizens. Up and out then. And. and shine! This is your wake up call, people.
0: Come on, the coffee's on. on. We're gonna get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds!
1: I work with a bunch of nerds.
0: I'm a nerd. And uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise
1: and shine, nerds.
0: Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm station manager Matt.
1: And I'm Mo, and we're the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. Nearly all of Love Thy Nerd shows and podcasts air on LTN Radio first. And you'll also find an amazing mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie all week long.
0: That's right. So if you're listening to our show on podcast, you're late and you're missing out on all that we have to offer. Check out LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app. Search and favorite LTN Radio.
1: Today on the show... Ooh, are we being unfair to Karens?
0: (laughs) We've also got Junk Food Tuesday, a taste test, and Ask Us Anything, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Tuesday, November 17th, 2020, and we've got some holidays to celebrate.
1: We do. It is Take a Hike Day. What? Nah. Oh. (laughs) Good grief. (coughs) So... At first, when I read this, I was like, oh, cool. What a great way to get out and be in nature and get a little bit of exercise. But then I also realized that it may not necessarily mean like.
0: Go on a hike.
1: Go on a hike.
0: i be like, get out of my face. Yeah.
1: Take, take a, hike. a hike.
0: Kick rocks.
1: Get up out of here. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for you. <laughs> um, it's also National Homemade Bread Day. Okay.
0: I can get behind that.
1: Have you ever made homemade bread?
0: I have not, but my mother-in-law has. Mm. Actually, my, my wife has on occasion as well.
1: Okay. Uh, when yeah. you think homemade bread, mm-hmm. do you think just like homemade white bread, which takes forever to make? Or do you like consider zucchini bread or pumpkin bread, banana bread? Sure.
0: I'd consider that. But uh, I do not think that automatically. Me I either. Think, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd think more the... White thing bread. that usually comes out in a cube, yeah, from the bread maker, yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, and it's also National Unfriend Day, right? Unfriend.
0: See, so many people like leaving Facebook and and Twitter when really most of your problems would be solved. Is just unfriended a few people. Mm. <laughs> mm. Not all of them. Not all of them would be solved. It's true, but a lot of them would be. If you find yourself constantly or you know what Facebook made it easier, you know, you can you can still be friends with them. You can just unfollow them. And uh-huh. Their stuff won't show up in your feed and you won't get all riled up.
1: Well, and and there's also the option to take a break.
0: Take a break for 30 days. Uh-huh. That's also yeah. a brilliant
1: addition. That's that's amazing <laughs> because what that also does is that removes you from their timeline and so not only are you not seeing their posts, but they're not then commenting on your posts or liking know did on that, your posts. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, if somebody's annoying you, then even when they comment on your stuff, then you're like, <laughs> here we go again.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to see you.
1: We all have those people in our lives.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I have got. Three headlines for you, Mo, because oh, we're going to play Onion, no. not Onion.
1: Here we go.
0: All right. I didn't put it in there, did I? No, I didn't. Okay.
1: No. <laughs> I was worried not. I gave her the sheet. Nope.
0: <laughs> all right. I've got three headlines here. Two of them are fake news stories from places like The Onion or The Babylon Bee. The other is an actual news story. And uh, I'm going to read all three. Moe's going to try and guess which one is the real headline. And you can play along at home. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Headline number one report we could probably just have a computer pick the president headline number 2 nation hopeful for better future where activist celebrities will finally shut up or number 3 virginia residents are working hard to end 2012 yeah working hard to end 2020 strong by discovering a snake that's actually a giant invasive worm that's nearly impossible to kill
1: Wow. I'm going with Virginia.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little too on the nose here. Virginia residents discovered the snake and ooh. Uh, if you want to see the picture, you can But it's sneak not really a here. snake, right? It's not a snake. It's a giant worm with a Dang hammer great. head. And Dang. it's nearly impossible to kill because that's how it reproduces, getting cut into pieces.
1: What? And then
0: it grows into Fully formed new versions.
1: Okay, burn that thing. (laughs) Set it on fire. Douse it in gasoline. I don't care if it lights your yard on fire. (laughs) Kill it.
0: Yeah, it reproduces by cutting itself in half. Uh, It it originated in Asia and uh, was transported to the U.S. and parts of Europe through the plant trade. Uh, Turns out that this freak of nature... Uh, was found in Virginia is actually not a reptile snake at all. It's a giant evasive worm. Uh, the Pest Control Service, Virginia Wildlife Management and Control, uh, posted on Facebook last week after struggling to identify that snake spotted in in uh, Virginia. The creature said uh, the creature was said to be about a foot long with a half moon shaped head. So a foot long worm that's got to be pretty thick. It's got this hammerhead looking. Thing at the end instead of it just anyway, yeah. Hammerhead flatworm, an invasive species. Uh, (laughs) It is it is nightmarish to look at. However, they are not harmful to humans or to pets. They only eat earthworms, pretty much. So Mm -hmm. yeah, so it's 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 frightening as all get out, but uh, it won't hurt you, which is. Good, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just one more thing that 2020 needs.
0: <laughs> when a small piece of the worm pinches off, the front half will slither away, and within about 10 days, a new head will form on the back half, and the worm can regenerate a few times each month.
1: Great. <laughs> Great. Again, burn it.
0: flat flatworms also... Have been known to cut themselves in half and then eat their other half to avoid starvation. <laughs> so they will eat themselves to stay alive.
1: What is the purpose of this thing?
0: <laughs> I've never heard of it
1: in my it, entire like it, life. It legit sounds like something from a horror movie. It does. Like uh Tremors? Was that the movie? What's the movie with the things that come up out of the ground?
0: Was it Tremors or was it? Is that Dune? I don't even know what any of those are, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, something like that. It's frightening. Mandalorian also had something similar to that recently, the crate dragon, which is something that you saw the skeleton of in the first Star Wars movie, and they like had a episode where they had to kill one. And it is also one of those buried under the ground kind of things and pop up and eat you. But we're not there yet.
1: Yes, it's tremors. It's, oh, my gosh. Look at that thing. That oh, is what we're yeah. dealing with in Virginia right now. Right now. This is what it's going to turn into. It's
0: just a baby one of those. It's
1: exactly what it 10 is. Ten years
0: from now. And it
1: keeps eating itself so that it can stay alive. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, ten years from now. We think 2020 is bad. Wait until 2030. Boom, boom,
0: boom. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's real-life tremors, everybody.
1: Oh, dear.
0: We thought we'd have hoverboards by now. We have self-eating, snake-sized hammerhead worms. We
1: have murder hornets. <laughs> we have the that coronavirus. We have <laughs> hammerhead worms.
0: <laughs>
1: Good grief. All I need now is to find out that... Um, the Megalodon is an actual <laughs> shark in the ocean, and it's not as far deep as what we all are hoping it really is.
0: Um, you know, finishing 2020 strong kind of thing. You know, we've talked about a lot, and you've been very vocal about this, how 2021 could be just as yeah. bad as 2020. Do you think that there might be at least a period of a few months into 2021 where... Just the the mental trick of it's no longer 2020 will trick us into thinking we're happier, even if things haven't really changed all that much. I feel like there will be like there has been such a mental desire to just get out of this year that once we're out of 2020, we might experience at least a few months of like this overwhelming sense of hope. Like, all right, 2020 is over. We can do better this year. We're starting at a low point, and we're just going to keep getting better now. You think that's going to happen? That sense of hope anyway? I'm not sure that we'll get better, but (laughs) you think we'll have that sense of hope?
1: I think uh, if you had asked me last Tuesday, I probably would have said yes. But because of the events of you know, towards the end of last week and how we're all going back. So many states, so many right. counties are going back in in time, essentially, you know. It's like the last nine months have done us no good at all. Right. And it's coming up on the holiday season, which it's just affecting so many people mentally and emotionally, not being able to have that hope of the holidays, yeah. you know, being with family and... um I don't think the new year is, I would like no, to say that it we're might, all gonna but be still
0: miserable. yeah, I think that at no that hope. point,
1: it's really just going to infuriate people. If it continues on into 2020, then it's going to, or 2021, then people are seriously going to be like, that's it. I'm done. Burn it all down. We're moving Burn to Canada. It <laughs> Burn it down and start over. I'll be Canadian. <laughs>
0: they're having it worse up there i think or texas because you know
1: (laughs) i legitimately last week was looking for houses on the other side of the state line yeah Yeah.
0: well here's what's uh fascinating that is not really being mentioned in the news at all is like one of the few places where deaths and cases are still kind of trending downward is florida Mm -hmm. And Florida has removed every single restriction. Mm -hmm. There are no restrictions. They are living in 2019 right now and they're having a grand old time.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So South Dakota as well.
1: What are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. What are we doing? That it, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I am so not a conspiracy theorist, but there is so much of it. That's really getting to me right now where I'm like, what can I believe? And what is true and what is real and what is not real? And, and there, oh. there are
0: a bunch of like legitimate you know, doctors that we have followed through a lot of different uh, like scientists and doctors that we followed through a lot of different portions of this from other countries. Like, see, this is what's happened over here, so this is what y'all need to do over there. Mm-hmm. These same scientists are now saying, well, we locked down for this entire time, and we found that it has had no effect, and in some cases it's had a, a reverse effect right. and raised the numbers. So lockdowns are not working. We're seeing that pop up everywhere. And, in fact, the World Health Organization, somebody there came out and said lockdowns do not work. Mm -hmm. They're just delaying the inevitable. It's not working. People today are talking about, like, well, we're locking down just so we can get to the vaccine. Look, I know we have that promising thing from Pfizer coming out, but it's going to be still months and months and months before that gets to everybody. And it's probably going to be even longer than that because what they didn't tell you when they came out with this is that for that vaccine to remain viable, it has to be stored at 103 degrees below Celsius, which not a whole lot of hospitals and places are set up to do right now. Right. Nor forget about like it being shipped places. Yeah. In that environment. So it's going to be a but long haul before Mm -hmm. we get to a vaccine everywhere. This is not going to do anything. And we're going to see it's just it might lower the numbers two weeks from now two weeks after this little lockdown that we have. We'll see a little bit dip and then it's going to start rising right back up again because that's how viruses work. (sighs) Anyway, off the soapbox. Here we are. Hope you're feeling good this morning. Everybody. (laughs) Everybody. Hey, you know what? We're going to feel great in just a little bit because we're going to take a break here. And then when we come back, it's Junk Food Tuesday.
1: But first, this week in nerdy news.
0: Stick around. This week in nerdy news, this is LTNN. It's been no secret that Nintendo has moved a lot of Switches this year, largely thanks to all of us being cooped up in our homes because of the pandemic, and of course timed it perfectly with the release of Animal Crossing. But while everyone was paying attention to what Microsoft and Sony were doing with their new consoles this month, Nintendo had their best month ever for the Switch. In October, they sold almost three quarters of a million new Switch consoles. And, of course, that just continues a 23-month streak in which the Switch has been the highest-selling console in the American market. But of course, the Xbox also saw its largest launch ever. Debuting last Tuesday, the Series X and its all-digital counterpart Series S are sold out at most major retailers, with Microsoft execs promising a resupply soon. The Xbox Series X does have the advantage of initially launching in 37 countries, which is almost three times as many as the Xbox One launch in 2013, but even so, in order to have beaten the previous sales record set by the Xbox One, the Xbox Series X must have shipped over a million units on launch day alone. Growing up, one of my favorite superheroes was of course none other than Darkwing Duck. And the terror that flaps in the night is making a comeback with a new reboot. Early in development at Disney Plus with Seth Rogen as one of the executive producers. Of course, Darkwing Duck has made a uh, few appearances on the DuckTales reboot. And frankly, if they put as much care into this new Darkwing Duck as they have the new DuckTales, I think we're all in for a treat. And finally, a couple exclusive streaming updates. The Steve Carell and Greg Daniels vehicle Space Force has been greenlit for a second season on Netflix to begin production in 2021. And Disney Plus has given us a start date for WandaVision. It kicks off on Disney Plus on January 15th. Great way to start the new year. That is going to do it for this week in Nerdy News. I've been Station Manager Matt and this is LTNN. LTNN. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Station Manager Matt
1: and I'm Mo. If you're listening on the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Net- Network network Remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours and we would love to kick off your day with some humor and fun.
0: That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can also enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa, play Love Thy Nerd.
1: Hmm. Before we do anything else... I've got five random facts for you. Hit me. But they're not random.
0: What? How are they not random? It's about
1: hiking trails. Oh,
0: okay. Really?
1: Yeah, because you know it's take a hike day. Okay. And when, like I said, considering take a hike day at first, I immediately went, oh, I'm pretty sure it's still about hiking. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. So, the total mileage of trails on federal land is one hundred thousand one hundred ninety three thousand five hundred miles one hundred ninety three thousand five hundred miles there we go and forty two thousand five hundred miles are on state land okay Mm -hmm. volunteers put in more than 1.5 million hours of time dedicated to trail maintenance per year volunteers not paid for it wow 1.5 million hours a year <laughs> the Appalachian Trail receives roughly two million visits annually. On average, forty million people a day go hiking annually. Eesh. And in two thousand eight, trail availability was the number one amenity among home buyers, outranking security, golf courses, parks, and access to shopping.
0: Trail availability? Yep. Really? Yep. Those are
1: surprising facts. There you go. You're welcome. All right.
0: Uh, for those of you listening, you might notice a change. I hope you're noticing a change in the Fingers way the audio crossed, sounds.
1: Are you noticing?
0: Because we have just realized that yesterday and the beginning segment of today, our microphones were recording at a weird sample rate that made us sound lower. We sounded like this when we talked. And uh, we, we've we've done our best to fix that, but it probably came across a little tinny. And uh, now I think we figured out the problem: the new microphones. I'm sorry, new microphones, and we're working out the kinks. Um, so I'm hoping they sound better now.
1: Maybe. Fingers crossed.
0: There is one thing Mo and I can't deny, and it's that we love junk food. And each week we like to discuss new and upcoming junk foods that have been spotted in stores or announced to come soon.
1: And then later in the show, we've got a taste test. Uh,
0: But first, here we go. First up in our list, Ruffles Double Crunch Chips. Those are those extra deep waves. Uh, Honey mustard flavor.
1: Okay, I don't think that I've had the double crunch. You never had the double crunch. I had the double crunch uh,
0: for I think it was. Crunch double. They were they're pretty crunchy, (laughs) pretty crunchy. Uh, I don't think I liked them all that much. I think they were too crunchy. Okay. You know, there's just a level of of crunchiness that a chip can get to where it's like you're you're eating rocks. This is kind of what it felt like.
1: Is there though? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Like
0: Whatever. every now and then, kettle chips will be too crunchy. Yes. Okay.
1: You know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: but these next ones are normal Ruffles, and they are chili cheese flavored, and I think that would be fantastic. Do you like the chili cheese Fritos?
1: Not really. No. Uh, see, see,
0: those those were a late addition
1: to my life. Why do we say C? C C. At least
0: we both at least we both don't say here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing. <laughs> I tend to say, but can I say?
0: Yeah, you do say that a lot too. <laughs> anyway, uh,
1: what about We them? need to figure something else out. Chili to say. cheese Fritos. What were um you so, say? you know how like with Pringles and the pizza flavor, it's a good idea, but it just always it's like it doesn't hit the mark. It doesn't really taste like pizza. Right. That's how I feel about chili cheese chili, chili
0: cheese chili
1: cheese flavored anything. Chili cheese, <laughs> chili cheese flavored anything. I,
0: I kind of disagree. Mm, well, it... you know what? I take it back. I think you're right in the fact that it doesn't hit the cheese mark, but I think it hits the chili mark. Because I've had, you know, I worked at Wiener Schnitzel for a really long mm-hmm. time and that's what made me like chili flavor mm-hmm. is, you know, having it there and having the chili cheese fritos. Really does remind me of the like Frito pies they used to make it at Wienerschnitzel, hmm. and I think I would like it even more with the ruffles because then that would remind me of chili cheese fries because you got the potato flavor instead of the corn flavor with the chili cheese.
1: Okay, so I will say the idea of the saltiness of a potato chip, yeah, is a little more appealing to me than the Frito. I mean, they're still mixed. pretty salty. Yeah, but it it has a different... But it does have
0: that distinct yeah. flavor. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. But I still don't know. I feel like I'm going to be let down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bummer. All right. It's almost Christmas time, y'all.
1: It is Christmas time. I don't know what y'all are talking about.
0: And with Christmas comes weird candy canes. Uh, yeah. We talked about the ketchup flavored candy canes that were coming out a couple weeks ago. Uh, These are not as bad. These are Kool Aid candy canes, Kool Aid cherry, uh, grape, and uh, tropical punch flavors, which I like those flavors.
1: You know what? Initially, my thought process is:
0: Hmm. Can I stir it in water and make Kool Aid?
1: No, that's a good idea. (laughs) That's a good idea. I'm just thinking about like, you know, Kool Aid stains,
0: Mm, and so
1: I'm I'm wondering if it's going to be the same kind of powder or you know whatever because it is kool-aid is a powder are they going to be using the same thing in the candy cane so as you're licking a candy cane are you going to get like grape lips
0: <laughs> that's a good question do you know what i mean same, the f- same food dye situation yeah yeah it's yeah. a good question uh crispy cream has two new caramel donuts mm. out now for limited time Uh, They got a caramel glazed donut and also a salted double caramel crunch donut that consists of a caramel glazed donut topped with caramel icing and a salted crunch topping.
1: I just love Krispy Kreme. Mm -hmm. I just love donuts in general.
0: But Krispy Kreme are a different breed. Mm. I won't say that they're better or worse than normal donuts. They're like a whole different kind of donut, essentially. Mm. They're great, and I wish we had one here. But then again, no, I don't, because then I'd weigh another 100 pounds more than I should. Uh, <laughs> shake Shack holiday shakes are out now. Uh, flavors include Chocolate Spice, Christmas Cookie, and Candy Cane Marshmallow Interesting. Shakes. Interesting. If there's any place I'm going to trust a fancy shake, it's going to be Shake Shack.
1: I don't think I've ever had Shake Shack.
0: Mm, you need Shake Shack.
1: I've had Freddy's. Freddy's? freddy's is all right yeah 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 yeah. and steak and shake
0: steak and shake of course they're almost gone though steak and shake i think is on its way out really they've closed a lot of stores i'm pretty sure they've been bankrupt already before the pandemic
1: that
0: and yeah they're sucks. almost gone yeah it does i remember steak and shake was a big part of my childhood not because i went there all the time but it was because it was like the place we went every time we went to Indianapolis to visit my grandparents. It was like the big thing. We would go there four or five times that week that we were there. So I have good memories of that place. Sad.
1: That's like my kids with pals.
0: (laughs) Uh, International Delight is coming out with two new cereal flavored creamers, uh, Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles. Interesting. Which is, uh, yeah. I mean, you know what? We had on last week's, I think it was last week's, we had that Fruity Pebbles candy bar that they announced. It's like a white chocolate candy bar with Fruity Pebbles in it, and you were worried that it would get, like, soggy. Oh, yeah. The cereal would be soggy. Uh I've seen a couple reviews, and apparently it's like a 10 out of 10. Really? Like, it's great. So, as soon as I find one, we're going to try it. Okay. Um, But also coming out from Coffee Mate, we've got an oatmeal cream pie and a glazed donut creamer. (sighs) Oatmeal cream pie.
1: Oh, that is my favorite. That
0: sounds...
1: A Ambitious, cosmic, yeah. a cosmic brownie and an oatmeal cream pie—that is my heaven, <laughs> That's your day, right, right there. there. Um, and but you know, I don't do creamers in my coffee, yeah, and you're right, so this yeah. is like—it's it, tempting it's to tempting me. Tempting you? Mm-hmm.
0: An oatmeal cream pie and a Swiss roll or a zebra cake—either one Ooh, would
1: be my day, right there. I do like zebra cakes, mm-hmm. but I get my
0: zebra cake. The
1: Christmas trees.
0: Oh gosh! Yes, top number one. Yeah the white The white chocolate Christmas tree
1: mm-hmm.
0: number one. Yep, you can't get that all year. I know. There's not even a decent approximation. The there. Rest
1: of the year. There was somebody doing a poll. I saw it on Facebook. Some group that was asking what is the number one Little Debbie Christmas cake, mm-hmm. and it was the white Christmas tree
0: with the little green the, sprinkles. huh. The, the
1: chocolate little... Christmas tree. Blech. No. There's apparently a Christmas Swiss roll that I've never known existed. Mm. And then the um like the oh man
0: Christmas tree brownie, the frosted green brownie?
1: No, surprisingly that, that was not on there. It was um what are they called? It's chocolate on the outside and it's got like a a cake on the inside. <sighs> <laughs>
0: A moon pie. Like a moon pie. Uh, Okay.
1: I know. Sorry. That's half of
0: their things. That's (laughs) half of
1: everything. That's literally what you just said. Yeah, I know.
0: Swiss roll, ho-ho, ding-dong. Yeah, sorry.
1: Um, A moon pie. But Little Debbie's version of a moon pie? Yeah,
0: which I I don't know what they're called, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I just thought that was the weirdest
1: four to choose. Yeah. And of course...
0: Why wouldn't that brownie, Christmas tree brownie, be on there?
1: Well, and... Like, everybody voted the white Christmas tree. Of
0: course they did, yeah. Duh. It's the best. Yeah. It's the dang best. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. A new line of Pringles are coming out called Ooh. Scorchin. They're diving in deep. They even redesigned the logo of Pringles for these cans.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, they are they're hitting shelves next month, and their flavors will include cheddar, barbecue, and chili and lime, but all of them will be spicy, spicy.
1: Well, I think we're going to have to do a taste test with these as well. Mm, I agree. This is a
0: <laughs> Skittles gummies are coming out in the spring of 2021 in original and wild berry flavors.
1: Okay. I got to tell you, yeah, both of my boys now listen to us. Okay. okay? <laughs> um, Cannon has always been like our number one fan. He listens every day. He Anyway, he still does not eat red dye things because of the bugs. <laughs> but Topher just recently started listening when he found out that we were a part of Love Thy Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> he apparently hops over on Twitch regularly. I gotcha. Okay. I had no idea. Really? I had zero idea. All right. Cool. huh. So he's like schooling me on all things Love Thy Nerd and I'm like, oh okay I didn't realize but anyway he was listening the other day and he's catching up on past shows and he wanted me to tell you that while he thinks you're one of the coolest people that he knows and really he does he puts you up in his top tier um he's very disappointed that you gave tropical skittles such
0: thumbs down yeah they're the worst Skittles, Topher. He
1: was so mad at you, so upset. I've got to tell you, every time he gets a new Pop figurine, yeah. he's like, "Mom, take a picture and send it to Mr. Matt. Tell, let him see what he, let him see what I have." Blah blah blah. His newest thing is the Big Bang Theory pops. He's get, collecting mm, all those. Okay, yeah. okay, so I've saved you from like twenty pictures at this point. I want you to send them to me. I like. <laughs> I like, I like pop. I'm always like, no, Topher. He doesn't care. Okay. So he really does. He puts you in high regard. That's cool. But he really was upset with you the other day for (laughs) saying that Tropical Skittles are awful. You
0: Uh, went down
1: a couple ranks. Speaking of
0: Big Bang Theory Pops, did you know that there is a comic book shop in in Albuquerque, which when we lived there was my home away from home, called Astro Zombies, that has their own official uh, exclusive Big Bang Theory Pop? Really? And it's Sheldon in a Flash t-shirt.
1: Really? hmm
0: And I have one, and I don't think they make them anymore. So your son's collection will never be complete. <laughs> there you go, wow. Topher. That's what I think wow. of you and your tropical Skittles. <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. Whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought that was really cool that our little comic book shop—that
1: is really had it cool. got
0: its own exclusive, had its own little sticker on there and everything.
1: That is cool. Uh,
0: you could only get it there because it's not like this big name brand shop. Yeah, like there's not a chain of shops like this everywhere. But it's a it's a really really cool place. I hope they're still open. Uh, back to our Skittles gummies. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I think they'll be good. I like Skittles have a distinct flavor. They do, and I think that will translate well into gummy form. I'm, I'm looking y- forward yeah. to it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mountain Dew and Cheetos, both brands,
1: shut up, are coming
0: out with their own <laughs> themed cookbooks.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Which
0: will feature foods from all levels of the meal, appetizer to desserts. They'll have it all
1: using Mountain Dew using and Cheetos. Mountain
0: Dew and Cheetos, yeah. <laughs> now, these are two separate books. Right, right. A Mountain Dew book and a Cheetos book. But yeah, they'll, they'll be out in time for Christmas.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> never mind. I can't say certain things anymore. Because <laughs> my children listen.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. So this is an interesting one. I, I doubt many of you will come across these, but there's a, um, a brand of chicken nuggets called Purdue that's coming out with Thanks Nuggets. Uh, And they should be available now. Each pack contains two types of nuggets. They have the regular breaded breast meat, but it's turkey instead of chicken nuggets. Uh, And they'll be shaped like little turkeys. And then they have breaded dark meat and cranberry nuggets shaped like drumsticks. Seems ambitious, yet possibly really good.
1: I'm interested. Yeah. And My the idea of having
0: two meat. different kinds of nuggets, focusing on the two different kinds of meats, also interests me because then I'll know what I'm getting. I remember back before McDonald's went all white meat, uh-huh. you never knew what kind of nugget you were going to bite into, and I hated it. I hated I hated the dark meat nuggets. I hated them. Yeah. And so but eventually I just stopped buying nuggets altogether. Which was sad, because I like the way they did Nuggets as compared to any other place. They mm-hmm. have that proprietary style. And so I remember the day when I think we were in high school. I could drive at this point. I remember that at least. When they put that big banner up on McDonald's. All white meat. Nuggets now, all white meat. And yeah. I'm like, life has changed forever. <laughs> I was very excited. <sighs> Still to this day.
1: Ah, oh, When all that it took was... McDonald's to change the right. chicken meat for right. life to change forever. Right. Now, <laughs> what's next uh, on our list, Matt?
0: Popeye's Wicked Shrimp featuring bite-sized crispy fried shrimp that have been marinated in the chain's signature Louisiana-style seasonings and a bit of sriracha sauce. Hmm. This actually sounds amazing, and I don't typically like these kind of things, but I would be all about. A box full of these. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They sound yummy. Popcorn shrimp in general, you can't go wrong with me. Yeah. Like popcorn shrimp from Red Lobster all the way down to Long John Silver's. I'm a fan.
1: I always forget that we have a Long John Silver's in our town. It's way,
0: way out there.
1: Well, it's not that far (laughs) from my house.
0: That's true. It's closer to you. It's all the way on the other side of town for me.
1: (laughs) It always cracks me up. Whenever anybody's like, it's all the way on the other side of town. We live in Clovis. It takes you five minutes to get from one side of town to the I other. I want to drive five minutes. Even with all the stoplights being on When That's true.
0: When we lived in Albuquerque, it would take us at least half an hour to get anywhere
1: we needed yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah. But still, it's funny because, I mean, being here for so long, it is like, oh, I don't want to go all the way over there. Yeah. Well, you
0: get used to it. Yeah. yeah. You get used to it. You get acclimated to the size. Of your town, because in Albuquerque, I don't remember ever thinking, "Gosh, this takes forever to get anywhere." And like, with the idea of, I don't want to drive all the way to Long John Silver's. I think that all the time, yeah. But going thirty minutes to somewhere in Albuquerque, I don't remember ever thinking, "I don't want to just, I just don't want to drive that long." Yeah, like it's gonna take you five minutes to get to you know anywhere you possibly want to go, even in your own area of town, and so. Especially with the stoplights. Stoplights in Albuquerque are interminably long. Terminably.
1: Interminably
0: long. Very long. I remember when we moved back here, the stoplights were like, (laughs) real quick. I'm like, oh gosh, I didn't even have time to acclimate to the fact that I was on a red light.
1: (laughs) Stoplights here are super quick. Both green and red yeah even the yellow like you gotta know whether you're stopping or you're going right. on yellow you don't right. have time to think
0: yeah that that was that was actually the biggest thing i had to adjust back to because in albuquerque the yellows are really long too yeah and so i would commonly go through yellows yeah I'm like i got time i got time mm-hmm. and uh yeah here like <laughs> you got to be on it
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, because you're either going to speed through that yellow or you're mm-hmm. going to slam on your brakes right. as hard as you can. There's,
0: once it hits yellow, there's no way you can drive your normal speed no. through it. Uh-uh. You either have to or yep. either
1: mm-hmm. one of those. Yeah,
0: You knew exactly what those words. Lastly, my favorite thing, <laughs> the toasted cheddar chalupa has returned to Taco Bell. Mo, have you ever had the toasted cheddar chalupa?
1: think i have actually this
0: might turn you around on taco bell
1: so i do love the chalupas
0: this is even as
1: but our town does the chalupas terribly how so terribly because they're always i don't know if they're stale i don't know if they're old i don't know but they're always hard super Mm. hard and i hate it I hate it. We're, we're, what I like about a chalupa is that by the time you get it home, it's not soggy. And Because a, a hard taco, by the time you get it home, is soggy. soggy, yeah. Even in the five minutes that it only takes for you to get <laughs> from Taco Bell to home in Clovis. Um, and with a chalupa, that doesn't happen. Right. So I like the chalupa in that regard. But they're too hard here. Like, biting into it, I'm breaking my teeth.
0: Okay. Well, I haven't had that experience with these. But these have like a crispy... A uh, layer of toasted cheddar on the outside. So you got to hold it in one of those like little taco casings. Okay. The little, you know, the little cover mm-hmm. things that they do. Um, but my recommendation would be to swap out the beef and put the chicken in it.
1: Oh, I don't, I can't do chicken. Oh, that's right. You can't do chicken.
0: Well, for everybody else, my recommendation would put the chicken in it. It's what about the
1: steak? Fantastic.
0: Steak could be good, but just the mm-hmm. chicken with that cheddar, crispy cheddar on the outside, it's really good. It reminds me of. Um, there was, there was a time where Kraft made these, these kind of shake and bake type meals that also included cheese. Yeah. Like it had the seasoning and the breading and it had a cheese packet as well. And you mixed all that up. Mm -hmm. And so you get like this cheddar crusty, uh, outside on your chicken. That's what it reminds me of. They stopped making them, which we were really bummed about because we used, we were getting them all the time. Uh. But yeah, it's oh, it's one of the best things that Taco Bell's ever created. Interesting, uh huh, yeah.
1: Okay. So
0: get it okay. while okay. it's here. Uh, all right. So last week, mm, last week we had an incident occur in our Facebook group, Backrow Baptist Church, where someone had a bad reaction to a Karen themed meme. No, did you caught, caught I, like the tail end of that conversation? No, I didn't see it. You didn't see the I conversation didn't. at all. Well, I
1: saw the conversation, but between you didn't see our... the event. Yeah, I did. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Let me uh let me pull up like the moderator activity here and just kind of go through it. Uh, so this 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 lady's name I won't give you her full name, but her first name was Carrie on Facebook. K A R I. So so no one would have even known that her actual name was 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 Karen. But the meme in question was one from the guy behind Memes for Jesus, that really big Christian meme account. Uh, it was a tweet of his posted uh, saying, uh, Karen says, I can't believe you're in church with uh, so many holes in your pants. And his response was, I got less holes in your theology, Karen. And that was the joke. Okay. And in this joke, which is one of his earlier jokes actually, uh in this joke, Karen is is just just a uh, an actual name of a person. Right. It's it's not clear that this is an insult or if this is actually the character's name. Uh but either way, it's not like calling all Karens stupid right or anything as as some things have um so this 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 carrie person responded that um i guess it's important for baptists to be name callers so not much difference between you and satan and then her next few comments got in vulgar territory uh using the s word and the b word and and uh, all this kind of stuff. So of course we deleted those comments, saying, you know, this is clearly not okay in our group. This violates our first rule of thou shalt not be a turd. Hmm? Her response was to post another thing that said, "Well, the fact that you're name calling people uh, named Karen also violates your your uh, first rule of thou shalt not be a turd." F off, delete me from this group.
1: Wow. Uh, <laughs>
0: So, again, first of all, this meme did not name call people name Karen. It used the name Karen as a, I guess, an insult, which is kind of a meme. It's a thing that has been happening. Um,
1: Why do we have so many carries spelled K-A-R-I in that group? Like,
0: do we have a lot of those?
1: Yeah. Uh uh-huh.
0: Anyway, <laughs> we have one less now. Okay. Uh, at her behest, she she wanted removed from the group, and apparently she didn't know how to do it herself. Or she just wanted <laughs> to make a point, uh, which she did, and I was the only one that got to see it. So, <laughs> So while clearly this woman's reaction was out of place and just reinforcing the stereotype of a Karen, it got me thinking, is this meme actually offensive, but set up in a way that it can't be disproven? Okay because you can't complain about it without being labeled what it is. Mm. Chew on that for a second. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because when we come back, we're going to dive into the history of Karens and also possibly ruin everybody's fun. Also a taste test.
1: But first, (laughs) five bonus random facts.
0: Stick around.
1: This is Mo from the Back Row Morning Show, and I've got your five random facts. At birth, a baby panda is smaller than a mouse. The lead singer of The Offspring started attending school for his doctorate in molecular biology while still in the band. He graduated in May 2017. The world's largest grand piano was built by a 15-year-old in New Zealand. There are more Lego minifigures than there are people on Earth. And people who post their fitness routine on Facebook are more likely to have psychological problems. For more random facts and hilarious nonsense, tune in to the Backroom Morning Show Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9.
0: to the back row morning show i'm station manager matt
1: and i'm mo and we hope you're listening to us on ltn radio when we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m and again at 9 a.m central
0: that's right you can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the live 365 app on your smartphone device stay up to date with our shows and enjoy the amazing mix of music we have playing throughout as well Uh, Before we get back to the topic of the day, we have got a taste test.
1: Each Junk Food Tuesday, we taste test something new or odd or both. And today, if you can't tell by my voice, (laughs) I got to pick the taste test. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh hooray! Now, of course, uh, this will be plenty entertaining in audio form, but it's even better on video
1: wah, 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 in the new studio. Uh,
0: oh yeah, we are
1: in the new studio. Ooh, we whoop.
0: record all of our taste tests, and we put the full video on Facebook on our Facebook page at the Back Row LTN. So go like us and never miss a bite. So, Mo, what do you have for us?
1: Are you ready? Oh, no, okay. I'm never
0: ready though. So. so. Dive right in.
1: These are special edition. Ooh. Uh I don't know how to say it. Ziggy Z-I-G-I. See? Marinated.
0: Oh, oh. It's I just hate the wet. word already.
1: It's not <laughs> wet. Good grief. Hot chili pepper uh. peanuts. Uh.
0: Oh my gosh. The flames are intimidating me. <laughs> Ziggy. Ziggy marinated special edition hot chili peppers peanuts.
1: Wow. Hot
0: chili peppers you peanuts. You
1: went all over, over the... the
0: cable guy by the end there.
1: Yeah, you started Italian.
0: <laughs> Ziggy marinated special edition hot chili peppers peanuts. All right. Um Okay. Can I open and mm-hmm. smell? Yeah. Here, just see the bag. See that bag? Bag. See the big? See the big over there? When I read uh, bedtime stories to my youngest boy every night, I have like a different accent that I use for every book, mm-hmm. and he loves it. But if I ever like try to not use an accent, he gets really mad. Yeah,
1: that's fair.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm going to sniff these. I smell like peanuts.
1: I don't no, smell any no heat. heat. I don't the... smell
0: any chili. I don't smell nothing.
1: Oh yeah, I'll... all that I smell is peanuts.
0: Okay, so a little handful. Can't just do one because they're peanuts.
1: I can't see. Okay, that's hand. enough. Yeah,
0: that's good. I got about eight in there, eight halves. Yeah, I got eight. All right. All at once. Give it a shot. Yep. All eight. Three, two, one. These are pointless. I get a little bit of tingle on the tip of my tongue. That's about it. No flavor. They don't even taste like salted all that much.
1: They're definitely not flavored.
0: Okay, I'm getting a little bit more spice Yeah, a little now. bit more heat. <clears throat> but not enough to justify all the flames on this bag. <laughs> Unless it's a real slow burn. No. I don't even like them as peanuts. Yep. Thumbs down.
1: I like them as peanuts.
0: Do you? I need a little more salt.
1: Mm. Yeah, I like them as peanuts, but they are definitely not hot. They—that no. That is such a disappointment.
0: I have slight warmth.
1: What a disappointment. Slight
0: warmth on the tip of my tongue and the back of my throat, and that's about it.
1: Man, that's a bummer.
0: Seriously, those flames are are false advertising. Yeah. (laughs) Writing the word hot in red ink is also false advertising. because These are not hot.
1: Not hot at all.
0: We didn't even just do one. We did a handful still. Bummer. Another bummer week. Last week was a bummer with those weird sugar, low sugar gummy worms that didn't want you to be chewed. Didn't want them. Didn't want to be chewed. Didn't want you to chew them. That's what I mean to say.
1: I wonder if maybe it's because it's over a month past its best by date.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine though <laughs> that just a month would negate the heat.
1: I, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's just the only thing that I can think. Because good grief, why is it
0: <sighs> very big bummer? Didn't even make me like salivate or whatever like heat usually does. Nope. Way to go, Mo.
1: Sorry. Actually, well,
0: it just makes us even. We have both produced a very lackluster, not good, not bad, just meh thing two weeks in a row now.
1: Okay, so I just did a for real handful. Yeah. Like the whole palm of my hand. Yeah. Still not a whole lot of heat. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: it's still awful. <laughs>
1: There was more heat than the little bit that, that <laughs> But ate. only
0: because you had yeah. twice as many peanuts.
1: But it was not miserable. <laughs> I was hoping for like...
0: You wanted us to be sweating.
1: Yes. Nothing.
0: I mean, at last, I still feel that little bit of heat. I
1: get more of the flavor. Yeah. You
0: know, the flavor was okay. It doesn't taste bad. I, I would have preferred a little more salt in with it. Because I would have made the flavor pop.
1: It tastes like a roasted chili. I mean, and truthfully, that's what it's supposed to taste like. But, but it's there's also not even that good, yeah.
0: <laughs> not that good heat. We're <sighs> New Mexicans, people. Where'd you get this? Was this from that world market? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, Schoolville unit on this is like seven. I mean, it's just boring. See, I think we're we're setting ourselves up for a big surprise when that chip comes, though. <laughs> That one chip challenge, that's gonna knock us on our keister. So I'm fairly certain.
1: I had my third graders ask, uh-huh. "Have you done the one chip challenge?" And I told them, "No, not not yet, but we are going to." And they're like, "I'm," they're like half and half. Miss Mo, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> there are people who have died from doing it. Don't do it. <laughs> And then there are other ones that are like, when you do it, you have to tell us so that we can see because you're going to hate it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm thinking when we do that, each of us can bring one thing to cool our tongues down. Uh, You can make it whatever choice you have. I'll make it whatever choice I have. We'll have water and we'll have whatever we bring to cool our tongues down. but Just one item.
1: But this could be even more fun. Here's a twist.
0: And then we swap them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm bringing sour cream.
0: (laughs) Gross. Gross. Mayonnaise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That could be so fun. Mustard. I'm going to bring all the things that I know you hate. Guacamole. (laughs) Guacamole. Uh, but we want uh, to make each other miserable in but this. But not
0: vomit miserable. <laughs> hot miserable. You
1: made me vomit.
0: No. You made yourself vomit because you forgot you were lactose intolerant. You can't put that on me. Which is also one of the reasons why you're in charge of your own cooling device. Because I'm not bringing ice cream or milk. Because I don't want you to end this day horkin'.
1: Horkin'. Horkin'. What kind of word is horkin'?
0: Horking right there. Okay. All
1: right. <laughs> oh, okay. Whatever.
0: All right. So, last segment, we talked about a blow up that occurred over a Karen meme in our Facebook group. And in fact, Karen memes uh, have exploded this year. So, let's do a, a quick dissection of where the Karen meme came from. So, okay. so we're going through Know Your Meme. And I I know that there are uh, a lot of inappropriate things involved with the Karen meme, so we're going to dance around them a bit. Okay. Uh, But Karen is a slang term used as an antagonistic female character. Karen is generally uh, characterized as an irritating, entitled woman, Mm -hmm. sometimes as an ex-wife who took custody of the kids. Oh,
1: dang. That's getting really... Yeah. Yeah specific
0: yeah in 2020 the term was broadly applied to a swath of white women who had been filmed harassing people of color including dialing the emergency services on them for no criminal reason Hmm. and that is kind of how it came back into play uh, as a as a big big meme uh it's unclear exactly where karen began being used as a pejorative character uh some people believe that it started with uh, Mean Girls, where one of the characters, Karen, okay. asks, asks a, a, a person from South Africa, if you're from Africa, why are you white? And then one of her friends says, oh my God, Karen, you can't just ask someone why they're white. <laughs> so they think that that might be where it started. But there was also a uh, Dane Cook joke which I cannot get into oh, about uh, the, the person in your friend group that everybody secretly hates and he labeled that person as Karen uh, Karen is always the person that you hate Karen's the person that once they walk away everybody else is talking about Karen is such a insert your name here uh, kind of thing and so they think that that's where it came from. But then... Am I the Karen? <laughs> Am I the Karen of our friends group? Uh, I'm sure you have been. <laughs> I'm sure we've all been Karen at some point. <laughs> I wouldn't say you're the Karen now, if that's what you're asking. But then Jay Farrow uh, also, uh, from from SNL fame, uh, also had a stand-up special in 2015 when this actually started becoming a more usable meme, that had a very similar joke about uh, there's always an annoying woman named Karen around, kind of thing. There's always some annoying white woman named Karen. And so he actually takes credit for starting the meme. Like he's been uh, interviewed, like with, I think specifically with Entertainment Weekly, where he said that I'm the one who started it, That there's always a white woman named Karen. Um so <laughs> the memes have been going crazy. Earlier in the uh I think the the first the first recent thing which happened in 2016, the first recent thing since the Jay Farrell joke started. Uh the first recent meme found anyway was when Nintendo Switch was being launched. They were advertising it. And they advertised it in that commercial With a woman with short hair, a white woman with short hair, bringing a Nintendo Switch to, like, a party. And someone made a meme out of that, going, ah, Karen brought her stupid Nintendo thing to the party again. We're drinking, Karen. We're having conversations. But she's there with her Switch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that was the first Karen meme. And so... That even created a subreddit also, which I cannot list the name of because it's vulgar. Uh, but anyway, the, the, the meme has been done to death already, mm-hmm. mainly just in the last four years. Right. Uh, the Urban Dictionary definition of a Karen is mother of three, blonde, owns a Volvo, annoying as heck, wears acrylics 24-7, currently at your workplace, speaking to your manager. that's the generic (laughs) generic Karen um and then of course it also became a Twitter trend and then Karen snapped hashtag and then Karen snapped uh talking about every situation where you've seen a white woman go off in public Mm -hmm. uh some of them are like the apps were cold and then Aaron then Karen snapped Ah, okay that kind of thing uh when Karen demanded to speak to the manager and I told her I am the manager hashtag. And then Karen snapped. Uh, but then like, it's, like we talked about in 2020, it started to become uh, used for also like racist white women or mm-hmm. white women who have called the police on black men or black families pretty much for no reason. And we've seen a couple of those instances and this was long before any of this COVID stuff happened earlier in the, earlier in the year. Um, and I think the most recent example of this was that Central Park jogger. Yes. And the lady with her dog in the area where dogs weren't supposed to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, and so when you think about how it has been used either to just kind of broadly Uh, look at entitled white women or to jump to like racist white women. If you are someone named Karen who is seeing your name being used in these manners, uh, I can see why you'd be upset about it. I could see why this would be uncomfortable for you. And I could see why you'd want that to change. Um, Karen has most recently, like in the last few months, been uh used as a term to label anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers as the people who are karens now mm-hmm. these are the well, i'm not going to do what in you know i'm not going to take that vaccine i'm not going to wear a mask in public because i don't have to this is america that kind of person so now overly uh obsessed with freedom <laughs> and choice is also being seen as a karen thing Uh, basically it really comes down to the people that don't want you to have any fun or don't want you to live in a way that they don't like around them. And so actual women named, women named Karen, uh, have been complaining. In fact, we talked about a story, uh, several weeks ago about a group of women named Karen who were starting this like big petition and we, we mocked it. We're like, this is the most Karen way to respond to this Karen situation. And this got me thinking about that and like, how else could they have done it? How can someone who's who the entire meme is about people who complain about people having fun be addressed without also reinforcing that meme of stop using my name to have fun with memes? Like how how, how do you get to that point? I've seen any any other situation. That would be the only way to respond to it. But this one now, the meme is the same thing you'd have to do to respond to it when you're upset by it. There's no way to complain about it. It's like a it's a loop. It's a circle. You can't get out. They can't get in. <laughs> is your brain melting?
1: Slightly. Because my
0: brain is melting. <laughs>
1: Slightly. I... <sighs> I have a difficult time figuring out how I really feel about this, simply because I can see both sides. Yeah, You know, I, uh, sure, I can see the argument of, it's unfair to Karens, (laughs) but with every argument in that regard, I'm, it just solidifies the Karen-ness of it all, you know, it's unfair. Okay, Karen. But You know what I mean? And to be totally honest, when you read What a Karen Is, the first two qualifiers, uh, or first three, blonde, white woman with three (laughs) kids, hello? That's you. Yeah, you know? (laughs) If anything, I don't know, if anything, there's a whole group of women just outside of... Women named Karen, but there's a whole group of women who could feel easily offended.
0: I mean, but those are the women that are supposed to be <laughs> offended by this—not necessarily named Karen, sure. but this specific genre of woman. Sure. <laughs> with that that Karen haircut that we've seen now, that like high yeah. short yeah. thing with the it, sharp point down in the front.
1: Yeah. It, <laughs> um, oh man, what was her name? Oh shoot, Kate. It's Kate Gosselin from TLC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, John and Kate plus eight. Yeah. (laughs) Now just Kate plus eight. Um, So maybe that's what it needs to be. It needs to be okay, Kate. Not okay, Karen.
0: Mm, Yeah. Doesn't roll off the tongue as well, though.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But see, but then you have women like Kate Middleton. Kate is more of like a... Kate is short for Catherine, yeah. and so Catherine and Kate—it's more of like a—I don't know—an esteemed name, yeah. if you Catherine will. Catherine seems
0: like a regal name, yeah. Yeah,
1: and so yeah, that wouldn't work nearly as well as
0: for Nerdcred, cred. When I think of the name Catherine, I think of Captain Janeway from Star Trek Voyager, which is also <laughs> an esteemed character, in my view. <laughs>
1: Anyway, so I don't Hashtag really know where right. I land on this whole Karen thing.
0: <laughs> well, you know, when, when we look at this in a bubble, uh, in, in isolation from other memes, we think, yeah, that's really unfair. But then we think about all the other name memes that are out there that might not be as big, but are often uh, used in very similar ways for different types of people. We have Sharon. Sharon. She's here in your office, ready to annoy you, along with Susan and Sandra. She's the most annoying colleague a person could have. But it's Felicia,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you really wish would go away. Mm-hmm. Jan is a liar. Chad is an alpha male. Harold is too old to understand anything. And there's only one word to describe Janet. Whatever. By the way, who's Becky? All these names have been come or have come into fruition as memes. To be used in place of actual insults, instead, this is who you're being right now, you're yeah. being this name, and so I understand that number one, it would be insulting to you as a Karen to be uh, to have your name being used pejoratively, but at the same time, it's something we kind of do with everybody, and it's going to change over time too and so best thing to be i guess would be good natured about it
1: that's the thing (laughs) you i feel like that's where you have to land on it you have to just take it as the joke take it as you know i don't personally have anyone in my life named karen otherwise i would find it really hard not on a regular basis to just be like okay karen you know (laughs) i would i would probably do that daily I almost want to rename my daughter now at this point. (laughs) Um, But you either have to take it as good fun and just laugh along, realizing that it's not specific to you personally. Yeah. Or you just solidify the fact that Karen was the right name chosen for.
0: (laughs) Right. Again, which is the loop that you're in. Yeah. (laughs) You can't escape it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You have two um, options. You get to pick <laughs> how you're going to respond.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, knowing that it offends people, that maybe, maybe if you do have a Karen in your life who's genuinely offended by it, maybe don't use the joke. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, there's nothing you can do to stop it, number one. Number two, if you're in a meme group that's sharing memes and there's Karen memes abounding throughout the entire world... I'm sorry, I'm not going to not approve Karen memes just because you don't like the name uh, being used. But at the same time, I, if, if Matt became like a pejorative name for meaning, so specifically because it has been used to denote a racist person. If it wasn't like that full-on like offensive uh, or I guess controversial... And a controversial topic. If it wasn't that far, then maybe I'd be a little less sympathetic to it because, again, I just listed a whole slew of names that are used pejoratively, but none of them that I listed as other examples were racist. You know, they weren't labeled as racist people, they're just labeled as one personality type or another. When we come to Karen, though, because it's focused on racism, at least in part, then I could see how well hold up. I really don't want to be having my name associated with racism. Sure, that's a difficult thing. Uh, but at the same time, I don't think that's the common usage. Yeah, uh, by far, I think commonly it's more the
1: Entitled. entitled
0: uh, entitled woman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so you gotta you gotta take it, I guess, with a with a. A good good nature. Now they did. I, I didn't. I didn't save the article, but there was an article where this uh, magazine or or newspaper or something actually polled a bunch of famous people named Karen, famous to kind of famous people named Karen to see what they thought of Karen being used as a meme like this. And nearly all of them are like, "Oh, that's funny." Yeah. And so I, I really feel like most of the people with the name Karen probably have that same reaction. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's funny. Sometimes I am like that, and you know, other times I know I'm not, and so that doesn't really apply to me. And so it comes down to: is this meme saying all people named Karen are like this, or does this saying that all people that are like this are called Karen? Yeah. You know, it's it's just it's a weird dichotomy of you don't know where to be offended and why. <laughs> But uh, it's uh, you got to have a good nature about it. I, I don't think I don't think it would be possible. Let's put it that way. I don't think it would be possible to just get everybody to stop using it. Yeah, like we had, like we talked about that article where uh, those those women named Karen were starting a Change.org petition to stop using. Oh, that's, who's going to enforce that? <laughs> That's, That's the That's thing. That's not possible.
1: You know how many change.org petitions I've signed <laughs>
0: that have done nothing? And I
1: don't, I have no idea what's <laughs> happened with them. I've signed them. My name's out there. I don't know what happened. You know, I will say though, something that does slightly irritate me about this whole Karen idea yeah. is you cannot approach any situation um with an opposing idea or an opposing opinion uh without being called a karen mm-hmm. without being considered entitled and that to me is incredibly frustrating mm-hmm. someone who tends to look at all sides of all you know uh, i i like to look at the worst case, the best case, and everything in between yeah. when evaluating situations. Yeah. Okay. You're and pretty so good about that. that typically makes me question other people's stances and not in a bad way, but I'm just like, okay, well, why do you feel that way? Explain to me why that's your opinion. To the point that I got into a like knockdown, drag out text conversation with a friend of mine over the weekend because she was talking about whether or not. Um, rapid tests are more viable than the standard
0: COVID tests. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. I simply said, well, if my employer accepts the results of a rapid test, then what does it matter? Whether a rapid shows a false negative or a false positive, you know, show me a test that gives me 100% accuracy. And then I'll believe that one is better than the other. Yeah. You know, to which the response was okay karen don't get all heated i'm not that passionate about it and i was like i simply asked a question <laughs> i simply proposed an idea i simply just put out a different a different stance why can i not yeah you know and that and that's like across the board with everybody you mm-hmm. c- you have to fall in line with what everybody around you thinks and feels and believes Otherwise, you're then labeled a Karen. Yeah. And that, to me, personally, that's my only argument with this whole Karen (laughs) thing is, why can't we have a conversation where our ideas are differing, but we come together at the end to say, okay, yeah, okay, I get it. Without being labeled a Karen. Because
0: this is America in 2020. Nobody's allowed to get along.
1: Listen, we survived Friday the 13th in 2020. Right? It
0: barely came it came and went with with hardly a peep. Yeah. Praise the Lord.
1: Just just <laughs> another lockdown from the governor, but that's it. I mean, <laughs> that's true. You know,
0: I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious.
1: A little stitious. <laughs> anyway, so that's where I land on the whole Karen thing. That's yeah. my only argument with it is Let's be a little more understanding of people that have differing opinions <laughs> and not be so quick to label them as a Karen because there yeah. are Karen's in the world, but yeah. not every white woman with a different opinion is one,
0: so yeah, uh, I mean I'm I, not a Karen it's easy it's easy for us to say, <laughs> hey, just suck it up and and just you know be good natured about it and realize this is not specifically about you if your name is Karen um probably a little bit harder if you're actually in those shoes, but that's probably the only thing you can do. Let's put it that way. We're not saying one's right, one's wrong, one hundred percent, but we are saying the only way you can deal with it is to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's where we're at. Don't take personal offense to things uh, that aren't personally, specifically to you. To you, just like we're supposed to do uh, all the time. You know, uh, don't attribute malice to something that can be attributed. To- attributed to ignorance don't assume the worst all the time and you'll be okay you'll be right that's that's probably the best advice i could give anybody at any given point yeah just stop being offended personally by things that are not aimed at you personally and you will be much happier in life
1: (sighs) is that a guarantee Uh,
0: Almost certainly, yes.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Try to not be offended. Yes, you'll be happier.
1: (laughs) You know, that is true.
0: (laughs) All right, we are going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we will answer a question you've been dying to ask us. We're pretty sure.
1: (laughs) More Back Row Morning Show to come.
0: Stick around. What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio first? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day.
1: But first, we're going to answer an Ask Us Anything question, and it's a two parter when do you want to retire and what do you want to do when you retire
0: uh so danger has us on track uh to retire with over a million dollars by like retirement age like 65 67 around there okay so I'm okay with waiting for us to retire at that point point. and honestly judging from right now given that road trip that danger and I took uh Earlier this year. Yeah. I loved every minute of it. Mm-hmm. I've never thought i had been one, be one of those people of I'd like to just travel around America. Yeah. But I think I'd like to just get a big RV and travel around America. Yeah. Because it would be fun as heck.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm about to get a little bit real. Ooh. A little bit real. Um, when... I think that you know this. When Chris's mom passed away a couple years ago, a few years ago, um, it's been four years now.
0: Has it been four years? Four years,
1: yep. When Chris's mom passed away, she was 66 um, and had been diagnosed with cancer for 14 months. Mm. And so from the time she was 65 until 66, which is retirement age when you consider that. Um, That hit Chris and I really hard, that reality of she had worked her entire life um chris's dad was disabled very early on in chris's life so he wasn't he didn't work he wasn't the breadwinner of the family julie worked um worked up until retirement and then spent a year keeping her one of her grandson one of her grandsons as like the home daycare mm. sort of aspect and then she was diagnosed um, so worked all the way up until retirement age, had a year of good health and then things went downhill and declined really quickly. So for Chris and I, that hit us hard that we're not going to wait until retirement age to do retirement things, mm. which is why traveling is such a big deal to us. You yeah. know? Um, we go on cruises a lot when you could go on cruises when it wasn't 2020, <laughs> um, <laughs> And so that is our whole mentality is we'll probably retire, actually retire, right around 50, 55. Chris is technically already retired from the military. He's medically retired. And then is set to be able to retire from this next job right around 55, which is crazy. To kind of think, yeah, I don't know that I'll ever be in retirement status because I don't think that I'll ever work at a job long enough to <laughs> be at retirement status, if you will. But when the time comes where we're no longer having to work or needing to work, we have a six month plan, six months, six months, we're cruising, six months, we're RVing, six months, we're cruising, <laughs> six months, we're RVing. The whole time.
0: So in the cruising, you're going to go on one of those actual ones that last six months? Well,
1: no. what? I mean, what they do is they last for, I think, the longest that we've found, the longest that I would be willing to stay on the same boat is right around 21 days. Oh, okay. So three weeks. You take the 21 days. Then you take a couple days off where you're actually on land. But then you hop on the next boat. Mm. And you do another 14 days or 21 days or whatever. And so it's just a constant hop from boat to boat to boat. We've been on a couple cruises where we've seen people at that retirement stage and they've been on the same boat for months, just doing different cruises. You ask them, where are you guys going next? Or where are you from is always the question that gets asked. Where are you from? And they're like, oh, well, we've actually been on here, been on the boat for about four weeks now. And it's like. What? Well where are you going next? We're just staying on the boat, doing the <laughs> next cruise, and it's like that's genius. I would love to do that. Right. Would lo- the best and I say this all the time about a cruise, you can't have a five day cruise because your fourth day is really where you're getting to know the boat and yeah. you know where everything is. And so your last day you actually feel comfortable. So to consider being on the same boat for an extended period of time. It's your home at that point. You know where everything is. You know the best chefs. You know when they're working in the best restaurants. You know the best photographers to go to. Yeah. Oh, I'm so (laughs) looking forward to that. Six months on the boat, six months in an RV.
0: Yeah. Sounds good. Doesn't it? Sounds fun.
1: We'll meet up with y'all
0: on our (laughs) RV six months.
1: Sounds good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, Mo, let's end with our verse for the day.
1: Verse for the day is Proverbs 11:2. When pride comes, then comes disgrace but with the humble is wisdom.
0: That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit give.ltnradio.com. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible.
1: Make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row ltn at ltn on air and at love thy nerd and the back row morning show has its own facebook group community for christian humor where you can find things like that Karen post Back Row Baptist Church so search us out and join in on the fun
0: lastly just in case you ever miss a day find the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Amazon Podcasts subscribe rate five stars and leave a review something along the lines of love thy Karen
1: we'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. with an encore at 9 a.m. Central have a great day Mo, final thought okay Karen
0: and remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. And can you